Welcome to the Sound of Truth Bible Chat with your host, Brett Morani, where he leads discussion in God's Word. Let's join him now. For today's Bible Chat, I have Rick Doctor in the studio with me, and we're looking at the book of Ezra from the Old Testament. We previously looked at chapter 1 in our last Bible Chat. Now we're looking at chapter 3. Now, before we get into the details about chapter 3, I do want to point out, kind of broadening the scope here, that Ezra and Nehemiah tend to go together when we talk about books of the Bible, because they're both dealing with the fact that the people of God had been in captivity. Now they're returning to the Holy Land, and Ezra is about the restoration of the temple and worship at the temple. Nehemiah is about the rebuilding of the walls around Jerusalem. So with that in mind, chapter 3, the book of Ezra. Rick? So we are here at the end of chapter 3, because we have this interesting uh, story that's happening here. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just read, I'm not going to read all of the, these verses, but I'm going to kind of pick and choose here so that you guys can get the right story here. But I'll start in verse 10. And when the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, the priests in their vestments came forward with trumpets. And all the people shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord, because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. But many of the priests and Levites and heads of fathers' houses, old men who had seen the first house, wept with a loud voice when they saw the foundation of this house being laid. Though many shouted aloud for joy, so that the people could not distinguish the sound of the joyful shout from the sound of the people's weeping. For the people shouted with a great shout, and the sound was heard far away. So I'm sitting here listening at this joyous occasion. The temple is being rebuilt. The foundations are being laid down. It should be a time of celebration. But what do we have? We have the old guys. The old guys are sitting here weeping, and I'm asking, what is going on? Brett, why are these guys crying when God has answered their prayers? He's fulfilling the prophecy, and he is rebuilding the temple. Because they're already seeing they don't make them like they used to. Mm. I, I say that as a kind of joke. They don't make them like they used to. We, we have a washing machine I was telling you about before we started recording that has gone out at our house, and it's only six years old. Had the repair guy out, paid him a hundred bucks to tell us that it was going to take over eight hundred dollars to fix it. We're like, eh, we're going to get a new washing machine. So, and and your comment to me was, yeah, they don't make them like they used to. That's right. These guys are looking at this temple, and they're already telling when the foundation's being laid. They're already seeing this isn't going to be, it's not going to match the first temple. It will not match the glory of the first temple that Solomon. They're being reminded of what they lost, and now they're seeing they're not getting that back. Right, right. It's a sad thing for them. Well, I can, I mean, I can, uh, what's the word, relate, right? I mean, mm -hmm. that's something that where you're like, man, this is what we had at one time. Mm -hmm. This thing was glorious. It was amazing. It was beautiful. The amount of people that were working on this, I remember reading in those passages, so many people were, it was like music to hear them working on, on the, uh, on the first temple, and then to see it in its grandeur in the golden age of, of Israel with Solomon as the king. And here they are, captives, just reaching to this ruined city, the city of Jerusalem, with the walls broken down and burned, and here they stand looking at the foundations being built, which for the young people, this is a great momentous thing. We're building the 
the temple again. But these old guys, they were like, no, this this is not what it lo- used to look like. This does not match the former glory of what we used to see with our eyes and hear mm-hmm. with our ears. So can you think of something that previously was great and then that version 2.0 wasn't as good? I mean, usually <laughs> every things, sequel things every get movie. better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Movies. This might be that, that might be a good uh, metaphor for how a great movie is awesome. So let's do a sequel and then the sequel doesn't measure up. Right. Well, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Um, can you think of any others? Well, I think about my hometown and and forget, forgive me, my hometown peeps for saying this, but I grew up going to the golf course, the country club playing golf. And we had this grand, large, uh, really had three stories. The basement was where the pro shop and the locker rooms were the main level. They had this like ballroom. They had a restaurant in there. And then the third level, they had rooms up there as well. And it's this big, massive, it looked like, I mean, it was a big, white, beautiful building. Like kind of looked like a house, but it was huge. And that was the country club. Mm -hmm. And outside of that had a swimming pool, but they had to tear it down. It got real old. They had to tear it down, Mm -hmm. probably a hundred years old or whatever. And they, instead of rebuilding a nice big thing, they, they just built this pretty small place where you go check in, you pay your fees. They do have some tables and some, a couple of big screen TVs and some bathrooms, but there's no locker rooms. There's no ballroom. I mean, it's massively reduced from what it was. It's very nice, but right. it's new and it's nice, but it's just not what it used to be. And the old golfers come on their golf carts and they, and weep. they, weep. <laughs> <laughs> they weep. No, I don't think so. It's, it's nice, but I do miss the old club. They call it, it's called the clubhouse, right? But it was, it was more than a clubhouse. Now it's really more just a clubhouse. Well, we get, uh, uh, we get an idea here of what's happening is these old guys are very sad. It's not matching the glory that they were used to. But when we, when they're talking about glory here, we're talking about glory in terms of a man's glory, right? Uh, The glory of physical building needs to look huge. It needs to be pristine. It needs to, and glory in, in that manner. But Mm -hmm. there's another kind of glory that we see throughout the Old Testament all the time, you know, we hear that the glory of the Lord filled the temple, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn to this in Haggai uh, chapter 2, where it says, chapter 2, verse 1, it says, In the seventh month, on the 21st day, the word of the Lord came from Haggai, saying, Speak now to, the, to Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and to the remnant of the people. And then he says, Who is left among you who saw this house in its former glory? How do you see it now? Is it not as nothing in your eyes? Yet now be strong, O Zerubbabel, declares the Lord. Be strong, O Joshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest. Be strong, all you people of the land, declares the Lord. Work, for I am with you, declares the Lord of hosts, according to the covenant that I made with you when you came out of Egypt. My spirit remains in your midst. Fear not, for thus says the Lord of hosts, yet once more in a little while I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land, and I will shake all the nations so that the treasures of all the nations shall come in, and I will fill this house with glory. Mm -hmm. That is the glory that we need to be focused on. That's the glory that we need to look for. So it really doesn't matter ultimately if you've got this grand edifice, this building, or if it's not as grand, as much grand, what matters is who's there. That's right. And so the Lord, I'm going to fill, fill. Now, 
fast forwarding and let's move into the new covenant with this. Jesus was there for the third temple, mm-hmm. and he knew and predicted its destruction. Mm-hmm. But that was okay with him because he's he's got a better plan. I'm going to rebuild it in three days. Yeah, he's going to raise his own body from the dead. Then he's going to ascend to the heavens. Then he's going to send his Holy Spirit, and then now we are his temple. That's right. Even so much so that Paul says, "You don't you know your body is a temple mm-hmm. of God." temple of the Holy Spirit. We don't need the physical building anymore. We have the people who are filled with the glory of the Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sound of Truth. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review it. Also, tell your friends about it. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used by permission. Sound of Truth podcast is produced in collaboration with Harvest Jacksonville. It's copyrighted by Brett A. Marani, 2022.